couple of games last night college football semifinals we get michigan and washington no sec team in the national championship game tj the question has to be asked are we joining a crumbling conference looks that way sure seems that way doesn't it Mm -hmm. thank god oklahoma's coming to town to save the thing huh you're welcome sec uh boy a couple of thrillers Overtime in Pasadena, right down to the final second late last night in Nolens. And we get the Huskies and the Wolverines in Houston next Monday night for the whole kit and the caboodle, the entire enchilada. High of 48 today, by the way. Welcome back. Fajitas and turkey bacon with you. Hour three. No, no, that doesn't work. You got to go back to one after you have the steak sauce. Mm, okay, I'll go back to A1 then. Boy, I did proudly say, bring me some A1. <laughs> proudly. Good too, man. Good, too. Uh, also, we were talking about the men. Women win their Big 12 opener on Saturday. Come from behind win over UCF, 69-52. They were behind 11-0 out of the gates. Roared back. UCF was, I think, 9-1, 10-1. They'd only lost one game. So, Jenny Baranchek's team 1-0. They are at BYU for their second conference game tomorrow night, Wednesday night. Thunder Celtics tonight in downtown Oklahoma City. That is a good one. TJ, NFL, quickly. What did you think about the end of the Cowboys-Lions game? I thought it was exactly how that game should play out. Um, I don't know. The controversy on uh, whether or not, uh, you know, 
they established that he was going to be eligible or not. I have no clue how all that played out and what went down and how they got it wrong. And um, but it was a, it made for an exciting, fun finish. That's for sure. Like they won it, then they, they lost it, it, then they lost. Then the it. Cowboys yeah. won it. Yep. The swing of emotion there. So the night, the night you mentioned it I earlier, though, the whole night was Jimmy. Man, that was awesome. Was it? Yes, it was. Yeah, it was pretty good. When he said, how about them Cowboys? And that yeah, was that yeah. was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, I guess he reported. Uh, there's been all kinds of videos afterwards about him going over and reporting with somebody else. But I don't know what was said and what wasn't said. And then uh, there was some, some report that Dan Campbell went over it with officials before the game. It's exactly how it was going to work and all that kind of stuff. I will say this, and I heard Mitch, who sits next to me at the games and and runs the, uh, he runs the replay, where you know the refs come over at a basketball game and look at the replay. Mitch runs that, and he's a big Cowboys fan, and he was saying, I I don't know if he reported or not, but it was clearly an effort by the Lions to deceive the Cowboys. By, like, making it cloudy to them who's eligible and who's right, not eligible. Right, Which, I guess that's part of football. I don't know. It was it was shenanigans in some manner. But it wasn't granted to them. I'll tell you what. To me, I'm watching that game. It was a great football game. Great football game. And I'm thinking, well, this we're watching the NFC Championship game. Like, this is going to be the NFC Championship game. Now... 49ers so and the Eagles have something to say about that. Raising their hand, yeah. No, they, I, I, they will, but I don't know. I just kind of got this feeling watching it thinking, we're going to see this game again. I think we might see that game again. Possibly could. The Cowboys got to prove that they can go and win on the road, but, you know, that's uh, with the way the weekend played out now. Maybe uh, not. They're set up to win the division. So, um, and CeeDee Lamb's just been in a different <sighs> level over the last, Come on now. you know, well, the whole season really, but especially over the last few weeks. Just he's about to put himself in the ring of honors. What he's doing. <laughs> that's what he's it's having that type of season. Yeah. Did you see he got drug tested right after the uh-huh. game? I saw him uh, tweet out that <laughs> convenient. <laughs> <laughs> he was like something about you didn't waste any time, did you? Well, that was uh, that was crazy. Now, everything else that happened on Sunday, Teach, means if my Colts win Saturday night, we're going to the playoffs. Colts Texans. In all likelihood, I believe, for a playoff spot Saturday night in Indy. Game starts at 7.15. Basketball game starts at 5. So if I'm distracted during the postgame show, TJ, because I'm watching the Colts and Texans on my phone. It'll on play the side out pretty close iPad. to right for you, though. Yeah, You'll I'll miss the first half. Bit. Sure. Sure. We're driving home and everything, but I'll, I should get home to see the second half. I'm not, I'm hopeful. I can't believe they're in this spot because they're supposed to be terrible this year, and then they lost Anthony Richardson. So the fact that they even have a shot at the playoffs is remarkable. But I'm not, I think the Texans, I don't know. Texans, now that they got C.J. Stroud back, they're, they're pretty tough. They'll just so. knock him out again. We'll see. We beat the Raiders. 
Somebody was asking me uh, Sunday if I was talking trash to Chris Plank. I was like, no, we don't have that kind of relationship. We got a respectful relationship. About you didn't go Andrew so. Shepard? No, I didn't <laughs> tweet out a picture of myself smoking a stogie after the game or anything. No. <laughs> SEC fact of the day. You ready for today's SEC fact of the day, Teach? Yeah, let's go. Today Who is cares? Uh, about Vanderbilt. Vanderbilt, do you know how where it got the name Vanderbilt? Maybe you know this already. It uh, seems like I have heard this, but I don't remember. Vanderbilt is named after Cornelius Vanderbilt, a railroad and shipping magnate of the 1800s who donated $1 million to start the university. $1 million, TJ, in the 1800s. That's a lot. of. That's a big time that'll, money. That'll get the job done. Yeah. Though he was never in the military, his early job operating boats in the New York City Harbor earned him the nickname the Commodore. His nickname was the Commodore, thus Vanderbilt's nickname, the Commodores. Huh. They say if you extrapolate out the wealth of Cornelius Vanderbilt, when he died, I think he had like $130 million or something like that to his name when he died in the 1800s. If you extrapolated that out to what it would be today, he would be the second wealthiest individual in the history of the United States. Oh, wow. Behind only John D. Rockefeller. Now, I don't know exactly where, um, you know, Amazon and Tesla and all those guys factor into this, but anyway, that's what I read today, but. There you go. That's how Vanderbilt got its name, both Vanderbilt and the Commodores. Uh, we'll see who Cornelius has a problem with it when you send it out. Vanderbilt. Um, one of the uh, replies to the Kirk Herbstreet and Ben tweet last night was somebody said something about, this is obviously a blatant shot at Missouri, <laughs> which I thought was hilarious. Here's another one from over the weekend. Uh the very first New Year's Day Bowl for an SEC team, TJ, was Tulane. Tulane, who was in the SEC back in the early days, beat Temple in the Sugar Bowl. Ironically, both of those teams on OU schedule next year, Tulane and Temple. Full circle, TJ. How about that? How about that? Tulane. Did they let you down? No, I just silly to think that they'd be in the sec that's all you don't respect them do you <laughs> it's like uh, liberty this, well, liberty this one was on. since we were last together as well uh Ole miss and mississippi state a game when they play each other you know it's called the egg bowl right right you, thanks thanksgiving night usually now we play the egg bowl do you know why it's called the egg bowl do not um i did not see this tweet 1927, they introduced a trophy to this. The winner gets a trophy, and it was simply like a golden football, basically, on a pedestal. But the football back in the 1920s, TJ, looked a little different than it does now. It's uh, a little more ovoid, a little more. If you look at the old footballs, TJ, they're a little more uh, less pointed, a little right. more egg-shaped. Sure. So over time, I think in the 1970s, they started calling it actually the Egg Bowl because the trophy looks like a golden egg. 
on top of uh, the pedestal here. It's supposed to look like a football. It is a football, but it's an old-timey football, so it's kind of more egg-shaped. So that's why they call it the golden egg, uh, battle for the golden egg. Hey, I'm all out of. Uh, I thought there'd be more exciting a story than that, but I'm all out of uh, SEC facts <laughs> of the day for you today. Who okay. cares? Michael Penix. Let's have a quick conversation. Yeah. You watched him last night, yeah. quarterback for Washington. It's unbelievable. I am looking at an NFL mock draft right now. Uh, this is Sports Illustrated. Okay, this is like a real, a real thing. Forty-fourth pick, midway through the second round. I'm going to need somebody to explain to me why this guy is not 1-1. Why is Michael Penix not the number one pick of the NFL draft? Well, explain it to me. And when I said back at the beginning of December, why didn't this guy win the Heisman? I know yeah. Jaden Daniels I is agree. good, but I watching Penix all year long, I thought he was the best player in college football. Because he's in, Was- he's in Washington. I know, that's and, the answer. And he split votes with Bo Nix. That's yeah. why. I know that was the answer, but he's unbelievable. That dude has got, a cannon, he's man. He's got a cannon, and he can fit things. I, I saw a few people last night were like, dude, I want to see this dude throw a baseball. Like, yeah. he fires that football so hard and so and accurately, easy. and it just makes it look easy. And he, yeah, I... I would take him right now over Caleb Williams. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, I don't know. Caleb Williams might be great, and I'm I'm not a talent evaluator for the NFL, so there's got to be a reason. But, I mean, come on. A absolute missile of an arm with ease. Like, every time he throws the ball deep, I go, oh, my God, it's just a missile, man. And he's athletic. I, he's had some injuries. Maybe that's the answer. He's had some injuries in his career. But, golly, he's good, Teach. He's uh, he's really good, and it's basically like... Midway second round? No, no way. No, it's silly. He'll, he'll, he, he's got to move up. I mean, he has to. There, there's times when he just says, you know what? I think I'll have a receiver 70 yards downfield, and I can get it there. So, see if I can do this, and boom. He's just right on with it. It's like, holy cow. Yeah. He waited a bit long. There was a, there was a I think, fourth quarter throw was a bomb that he waited a tad long to let it go, but he did throw it 70 yards in the air. But a lot of those, he was just dropping it right on a pillow, in stride, 50, 60 yards downfield. Zipping them into incredibly tight windows. I mean, advantage Washington at quarterback. No offense to J.J. McCarthy. Nice player. Advantage Washington at quarterback. Oh, without a doubt, yes. Advantage Michigan on defense. But I don't know if their defense has seen anything like Michael Penix this year. It's, he's certainly not the the Alabama QB. I mean, goodness gracious. That was impressive. All right, we'll take a break. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet text line 405-651-3439. First show of 2024 here on The Ref. We'll be back. The T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you every day by the Riverwind Casino and Hotel, OKC's number one gaming destination. The one for entertainment, the one for games, the one for fun. Riverwind Casino, simply the best. 
RK Blatt brings you this hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show. They've been in business since 1952, leading provider of office technology solutions to small and medium-sized businesses all across Oklahoma and Kansas. Fax, printer, scanner, copier, document management, network solutions, and so much more. It's RK Black, 405-943-9800 or rkblack.com. Knippelmeyer Chevrolet uh, text line. Toby, while watching the Sugar Bowl yesterday, my son, who is a big fan of the show, saw Matthew McConaughey getting the crowd all fired up and said, that guy is basically the T-Row of Texas, right? That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but that's what uh, my wife feels the same way, too. <laughs> Very similar. Mm-hmm. Brilliant son you've got there. Mr. Tiro, oh, Mr. Mr. Tiro, being a man of su- substantial influence with the OU athletic department, go ahead. Can you please request that the cheer squad or the guy who screams on the microphone come up with a cheer slash chant that includes uh, DCO? If you recall, the crowd reacted positively uh, when that happened last Saturday. That's from seventy two sooner. Uh, I, I have headphones on, so I don't know what he's referring to huh. about the crowd responding uh, positively. No, DCO is uh, a Porter Moser mantra, if mm-hmm. you will. Defense creates offense. Yes. So, you know, cause turnovers, fast breaks, so forth and so on. So you'll hear him say DCO a lot. The team will say DCO a lot. So that's what that's all referring to. I'm going to do what the guy encouraged me to do last night, though, TJ, and this is pretty much always my uh, tact. I'm going to stay in my lane. Okay. <laughs> You're not going to try I, to start chance. I don't make it a habit of going and telling other people at OU how they should do their job. Um, I'm sorry. I know that's disappointing, and I don't have as much influence as maybe this person thinks I have. But marketing people are marketing professionals for a reason. They don't need my help. Neither does anyone else, nor should I be butting into their business, nor would I want them necessarily butting into mine. So I'm going to let them make the magic happen there. But thank you for the – maybe they were listening just now. And I maybe get what he's saying. They the probably was, were. The crowd was fired up when you, you make a great defensive play and that leads to offense, sure. Mm-hmm. But does the chant DCO, does that get people fired up? DCO. Uh, I don't know. You're the one that never goes to games. You tell me. Get out of here. Would that get you fired up? <laughs> no, that's why I'm asking. Mm. Uh, I don't know that I would chant DCO. Are you going to be there Saturday? Uh, maybe so. Maybe so. I'm not going to tell you till I'm there. What kind of crowd do you think we're going to have for the Big 12 opener Saturday sell out. at 5 p.m.? Sell out. I we're hope going to so. sell out Saturday. They're a fun basketball team, man. I hope so. I hope we pack it for every conference game this year. No students, so it's going to be a little tougher, but yeah. I think we can do it. Well, Five o'clock's a good game time on a Saturday, right? They can travel back for that game. They can. They can, sure. yeah. Um, yes, some people are just waking up. We did see Ethan Downs throwing the horns down yes. on national TV. Legend. Yeah. Uh, let's like, see Like, he wasn't here. shy about it either. He wasn't like, if you look real close, Ethan Downs is throwing the horns down. He was high and proud. It's fantastic. The SEC is a very edible conference. <laughs> Arkansas and South Carolina have breakfast covered. 
Florida has the exotic gator bites. Lots of cats and dogs for those kind of restaurants. Bama has the sauce covered. Uh, Tennessee guy to go hunt up some wild game. Vandy and Ole Miss there to serve you. Uh, A&M ready to cook it up in the kitchen. Bevo offering the calf fries being a steer. And OU bringing the chuck wagon. The SEC is one heck of a restaurant. How about that? That was really thought out there. There's a lot of thought put into that. <laughs> I like it. I'm still, I'm, I'm, uh, I'm begging uh, Jacob Potter and the powers to be to send me on a tour this summer uh, to be able to report back to everyone the best places to eat in the SEC. I'm willing to do that. Uh, this one is telling us to stop with the A1 and turkey bacon. I'm here telling you, trying to help you. That's pure message board IG game day sign material. That will make our university look weak. What? <laughs> <I don't know. laughs> Read that again. Read that again. I'd stop with the A1 and turkey bacon. I'm trying to help you. That's pure <laughs> message board. <laughs> I can't even read it now. That's pure message board IG game day sign material. That will make our university look weak. <laughs> All right. Well, what do you think, Teach? Should we knock it off? I don't want to make the university look weak. I'm trying to understand what our nicknames have to do with any of that. Yeah. So. Huh. Well. <laughs> I think it was the. Uh, Text line, message board uh, type stuff that gave us the nicknames A1 and Turkey Bacon. So, Are we getting bots on the text line this morning, <laughs> Teach? Is that know. what this is? It is a first-time texter from California, it says. so. Yeah. No, no, the no, 310 no. area Get code. Get out of here with your California text <laughs> messages. I was going to give it some serious consideration until he told me that. Tino says he thinks with Penix it's his long history of multiple injuries that probably yeah, has. has him placed where he is. I guess. He has been hurt quite a bit, so... That's the only thing I can think of. Would you rather have a guy that's hurt sometimes that has a cannon of an arm or a guy that just sits over and weeps uncontrollably on the sideline all the time? I mean, it's not just that he's got a cannon. Like, he he's accurate. No, he's too. very accurate, yeah. You know? So, man. I, and it wasn't just last night. Like, this is... He didn't get... He got hot last night for a while, but that's this wasn't a one-off game where he happened to get... This has been the whole year for him. Now, age could be a factor in that, too. You know, you're going to have Caleb and some of these other guys a few years longer, most likely, because they're two or three years younger than he is. So, he is six years into this thing. How old is he? I would guess 24 by now. Michael Penix, age 23. Uh, Caleb would be what, twenty or twenty-one? Caleb's twenty-two. Oh, really? Hmm. Let's see how old Drake May is. He's way up there too. He's closer. Drake to... May is twenty-one. He's closer to Caleb than I thought in age. I thought Caleb was a couple of years younger at least. Bo Nix is twenty-three. Uh. Jordan yeah, Travis yeah. is 23. Throw that out. They're all old. Hmm. Okay. What, he, what's the case? How's he only 23? He's been around for six years. 
You have no idea. You don't go to any games. How would you know how old he is? <laughs> You're right. I've not been to a Washington game. Um, yeah, that's what I thought. Hey, Toby, My- since the college playoff has expanded to 12 teams that should help less players opting out of the bowl game, shouldn't it? If yeah. next year FSU is in the playoffs, they won't have as many players opting out. Curtis B. Well, the playoff teams, that's true. I'm not worried about the playoff teams. Just right. All the other all these other games, um, yeah, it's going to be better next year. You're right. It'll be better because we got more teams that are in the hunt for a national championship, which is going to keep more players around. That's correct. But we're still going to have another, what is that going to be, one, two, three, because the first four games are on home sites. So you're going to have the quarterfinals, which is four, the two semifinals. So we're going to have seven bowl games that are in the playoff Uh so that leaves another 35-ish that aren't. I mean, I'm close. I don't know. It's not. It's, this isn't working. It's not ideal, yeah, either way. What do you think about the week one idea? I get that idea. It, it, it brings a lot of excitement for the beginning of the season, but those matchups won't be the matchups we would have Seen no, anyway. but they'll still be good. They'll be good matchups. Games. They'll be good matchups, and they'll be good brand names going against one another in most in most cases. So, I don't know. I I, I like the bowl game, um, just for the fact of the young guys getting the work in and and getting to experience that. That's like true. it's going to help Jackson That's Arnold. The, the mistakes he made, the things that we saw with Jackson, yeah. is going to help him in the course of going forward in this thing, and, and by the end of. Uh, camp and all that he's going to have learned a lot because of playing in that game it's a good point so That's a good point instead think if that was the first game of next year and he came out and performed that way oh he wouldn't perform that way i'm not i'm, I'm not saying he, he probably would, wouldn't he would have been he would, he would have been settled in a lot Seth more Luttrell goes through sure. the spring and summer with him and everything he would have lit up arizona tj lit him up but yeah i mean he'd make a good point um toby if my fun, pack though. beats, First, go ahead. Sorry, I was gonna say, uh, frat bro, Mark Toby. If my pack beat the Bears, the pack are in the playoffs too. In Love's first year, not bad. Yeah, Packers Cowboys is a possibility. I think um, I saw projected playoff matchups, which puts you in a real bind. Yeah. Well, Oof. me versus the kid and the wife. Yeah. How does that before. go, by the way? Well, you, this is, wouldn't be the first time. No, no, we've experienced You guys watch it together? Mm-hmm, yeah. Do you yell at each other? While, is it respectful? Is it get out of hand? How does that go? Um, you It's talk pretty respectful. We talk some trash. I'm sure he's – it's been a little while since that's happened, so I'm sure if that happened, Bronx would be talking mad trash. But Bronx has no respect for the Cowboys at all. Hmm. He thinks they're a joke of a franchise. How did that happen? Um, well, I think in his lifetime, they've been a joke of a franchise and just continually lose big games. So he's got a point. So he doesn't know the glory days. Like he was watching the Jimmy Johnson stuff and he's like, who are all these old people? It's like, Hey, that's when they play right there. All those guys. So he just laughs at the Cowboys, even though I think secretly he really likes them. So I think he Mm -hmm. talks more trash. Um, how old is Bronx? 13. So he was born in 2010. 2010. Mm-hmm. Let's see. 
playoffs in 09, 14, 16, 18, 21, and 22, and now 23. Yeah. I mean, I don't know that I'd call that a joke of a franchise. They haven't won the Super Bowl. Right, so they haven't won anything. They haven't won the Super Bowl. Right, they haven't won anything. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for making my point. Any team that hasn't won the Super Bowl is a joke of a franchise in Um, your son's eyes. Well... When he, it, looks back on, joke? when he looks back on history and it's been, uh, you know, 30-plus years, then, yeah. Is OU a joke? No, he loves the Sooners. He loves they the Sooners. They haven't won the championship. Yeah, they're, come, they're, getting, they're getting there. <laughs> they need to get one before the 30 years hits. That's for sure. Hey, Lloyd All wants right, to know when you and Chad are going to do a broadcast together. Well, we both kind of do the same thing. We've, uh, we've done shows together a lot, but... Um... That's a good question. Probably never. I love Chad to death, but I think we're. I think uh, I don't. I don't know that that would. Uh, eh, maybe. Maybe baseball. Maybe sometime we'll get a baseball game this year together or something. Eight thirty-five. We'll be back. The Ref Radio Sports Network is powered statewide by the insurance adjusters at Brown O'Haver. Fire, wind, theft, or tornado, we can help. Call 405-735-5510. You know what I went with on New Year's Day, TJ? A little uh, three pieces of pecan queso and... Shrimp tacos. I went back to his uh, shrimp tacos. Oh yeah, too. Yeah, on the uh, on the flat top. No black eyed peas. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Mm. Nope. Nope. It's not going to be good for twenty four. You got to eat the black eyed peas on New Year's Day. Okay, I got a couple of sponsorship deals to hit here. Let's start with the transfer portal. Brought to you by Swiftco Roofing and Construction. Brent Swiftco will come right to your house, right, TJ? Come right to your house, assess things, and uh, he's been doing it for twenty five years. <laughs> Uh, remodeling construction experience, SwiftCoTeam.com, or give him a call, 405-831-8222. Day McCullough into the portal for yes. OU. Mm-hmm. Uh, this is Desan's little brother. North Texas has a tight end in the portal, Jake Roberts yeah. from Norman. A little He's got a, a brother that everybody's there. after, and Seth Luttrell's got contacts there. Right. Oh, you needs tight ends. Keep an eye on this one. What else do I need? DJ Uyungalale headed to a third school, going to Florida State now from Oregon State, formerly of Clemson. Anything else portal-wise, TJ? Um, oh, the Mount McKinley ended up at LSU. That's right. Yep, he went to LSU. I'm trying to think if there was anything else major. A lot of guys over the weekend announcing their intentions for the NFL. The uh, Alabama guy yesterday, Dallas. Oh, yeah, uh, right after the game. He's like, I had him out. <laughs> uh, oh, God, I'm trying to find the exact quote. It was quite It was quite funny. Uh, I'm gone. Ain't no ifs, ands, and buts about it. <laughs> Dallas Turner. <laughs> Alabama like edge rusher. There. <laughs> he just lost the game, TJ. He was ticked off. I'm out. Okay, uh, TJ, I got breaking news as well. Who brings us our breaking news? Breaking news brought to you by Wagner's Heating, Air Conditioning, Electrical, and Plumbing. They sell the best and service the rest. Wagner's. You know I love it every week, TJ. New Bracketology has just dropped. 
You ready to see where the Sooners are headed? Ooh, uh, hold on, hold on, hold on. All right, I'm on Southwest. I'm going to book my flights. Yeah, yeah, get ready. Um, let's see. I'm in the on the on the bubble here. We've got Texas, one of the last four teams in. Kansas State, TCU, and Texas Tech all among the first teams out. Cincinnati among the next four out. So that's one, two, three. That's five Big Twelve teams on the bubble. Conference plan start. Okay, here we go. What were they last week? A five? Is that right? Yeah, I think that's right because they dropped from a two to a five, I believe, on that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. All right. Scanning, scanning. There they are. OU, a five seed steal. Oh, my gosh. Five seed, first game against 12 seed Indiana. <laughs> my life would be amazing if that matchup actually happened. And we're playing TJ in one of my favorite places, Spokane, Washington. We're headed back to the great Pacific Northwest. They don't even have flights there on Southwest. The river going through uh, town. And uh, that's where Buddy lost to the Bison of North Dakota State in overtime up there. OU, Indiana. If they beat Indiana, second-round matchup with Duke. If they beat Duke, then defending national champion Connecticut. Ouch. Wow. Their first three games could be Indiana, Duke, and Connecticut. <laughs> that, sounds, that sounds lovely, doesn't it? <laughs> That's a tough draw. That's a tough draw. So there you go, Hopefully teach. that changes before March. So Let me see what the other Big 12 team seeding-wise you got. Uh, it probably will. It probably will change. Baylor also a five. Uh, Houston a one. Kansas a one, Texas an 11, uh, BYU a three, Iowa State a nine. I feel like I must have missed somebody in there. Uh, anyway, there you go. Sooners, Sooners a five, TJ, according to Joe Lenardi. I wonder what Joe week. saw in that North Carolina game that he's just so disgusted by. I think it's just really tight. Like, there's a whole lot of one and two lost teams right now. And they're, um, they don't have a – that's a good question you ask. I don't know. They don't have a quad one win yet of their 12 wins. None of them are quad one. Now, th- I think that'll change because I think, you know, whether it's Arkansas or USC or some Providence, somebody will slide up there. But, you know – of the 18 games remaining, a whole bunch of them are going to be quad one games. So that's all going to change. If they're going to make it into the tourney, they're going to rack up some quad one wins along the yeah, way that's here. True. So we shall see. Or either that or maybe just Lunardi hates us. I think that's it. That's, that's still uh, dropping them that significantly after that game, and then they haven't moved. I know they have the two opponents they played this week weren't great, but still, I think they're better than a five seed. I was looking at their schedule now that we're at the Big 12, and I was like, um, boy, tough start, right? At Iowa, I mean, Iowa State, at TCU, at Kansas. But then I kept going, and I was like, um, that's just kind of the way it that's is. That's everybody, yeah. That's just like, 
It's just like every week. West Virginia. Uh, look, they're at, they're at Houston, at Cincinnati, uh, then Texas. Yeah, it's just it's just murderers row here. So uh, it's going to be fun. Saturday, five o'clock. All right, break time. Chris Plank joins us when we come back to wrap up the first show of 2024. This hour of the T-Row in the Morning Show is brought to you by RK Black, a leading provider of office technology solutions for small and medium-sized businesses. It is time for The Crossover with Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. Brought to you by Orthostat. Injuries aren't convenient, but Orthostat is. Orthostat, convenient orthopedic care. Seven days a week, no appointment needed. Now, with the crossover, here's Toby Rowland, TJ Perry, and Chris Plank. First crossover of 2024. Who knows where Chris Plank has been since we've been last been together. Good morning, Plank. I was sitting on my couch a lot, Toby. That's that's where I've been. I didn't do too much, but I am leaving for Provo in exactly five hours. Oh, you got the game tomorrow night. I've got women's hoops tomorrow night. And it's usually Coach Bronchek really big on day of trips. Like I'm with him next week to Manhattan, and it's a day of trip. I, I just don't yeah. think you can risk day of going into Pro, uh, Provo is right. my assumption. My assumption. Yeah, I think you're right about that. I think you're right about that. A little, little too far for that. I'm excited for you. I am eager to hear what their basketball arena is like out there. Oh, that's right. We Now, OU played BYU last year. I don't know if that was in BYU's arena it, or it not. It was. Okay. Yeah, it was okay. in Provo. Yeah. Because I knew it was in Utah, and, and then that they followed it up by playing in Salt Lake City the like two nights later and got beat by Utah. But yeah, I, I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued to see what it looks like, what it's all about. It's um, we're actually staying in Provo, so nice. to just I don't know, I don't know if Provo is much more hopping than Salt Lake City, but Salt Lake City was pretty awesome. So, are you going to hike to the Y since you're spending the night there? That's the plan. That's the plan. Really? I mean, why not? I don't know any other time I'll be going back to BYU. And I love it. I cause we're not going there in softball, so and they're because they're coming here. So why not? You know, kind of see what it's all about and hopefully come away with a dub. Team got a big one on Saturday against UCF that they desperately yes, they needed. Yes, so we'll did. see if they can to keep see if I can be their continued good luck charm, Toby. That's the goal, of course. That's the goal. Do you have a good New Year's? I I did. How about those games last night? Unreal, right? Unreal. Great games. Um were you surprised? I don't know how much time I did a post game show last night. I saw that. So I was immersed a in everything. Post game show. Yeah, we were on until we were on until two in the morning. So it was. Uh, He's a beast, ladies. But and no, gentlemen. I'm not a beast. I'm mad about it. They're like the show was supposed to be over at one a.m. Then all of a sudden, like, hey, this game is running late. Can you stay until two? That was one of the longest games in the world. That last three four minutes. Was Unreal, just, right? Unreal. It took forever. And, and then, but see, what's funny, TJ, and I'm sure both of you can can feel this. If you're doing a post game show. There is that point to where you know you're stuck on late, so you're like, just go as long as you can. Just stretch this out so I can have less time I have to fill. Um, but I was, I, I don't know, maybe this kind of materialized during your show too. I was kind of surprised to see how much Suter fan was like reveling in this, in the Texas loss. Sh- should I not have been shocked by that? I guess 
What I seem to take away from it is Texas fans for years have been telling them your playoff trips don't matter because you haven't won a game and it only matters if you win a game in the playoffs. That's that's at least what I had taken from the social media side of it. But uh, I think social media is a vast wasteland anyway. But yeah, I know, did you see like, your boys Haxton's text? Jeez, Louise, Jeff, chill out, man. I did not see it. What he said? Don't. It, I I almost replied to it like fifty five times. I really stopped myself. Okay. Did you see All it, right, TJ? No. No, but I can imagine with Jeff. For, for, a, for a program that is begging Texas to keep playing them, they sure do talk a lot of trash. But anyway, go ahead. <laughs> I mean, we were um, my wife and I were high-fiving each other when okay. Texas lost. So right. I think Sooner fans hate Texas. Well, you know, yes. breaking, breaking news. TJ, who brings us our breaking news? <laughs> Wagner's heating air. <laughs> I think Sooners hate Texas. So, yeah, I think okay. you Worst case scenario is Texas wins a national championship, right? So oh, true. We can't we can't yeah. let that happen. I just I don't know. I I I shouldn't have been taken aback by it, but just the vitriol with it is like, wow, okay, they're really uh they're really loving this right now. And I would just have to assume that whenever Oklahoma was going through it. And unfortunately, sure. we were we were made to relive some bad memories last night with the ah uh, first time we've gone to a playoff game in the Rose Bowl since uh, most dominant passing performance in the Peach Bowl since. And you're like, oh gosh, yeah. what, why? So maybe it was just having to relive those compiled with Texas getting beat. Though that ended up being a pretty wild finish, man. Yeah, that was a no, pretty was. wild finish. Did you? Everyone was freaking out with DeBoer. I mean. It, if the kid take, doesn't get knee. yeah, but if the kid doesn't get hurt, if he doesn't get hurt. That that's what we're saying. But th- th- their point is nobody gets hurt if you take a knee and you still run those seconds off. So that's fair. Yeah, but he got hurt. I mean, hey, you're you're plugged into the NFL draft. Why Penix mid second round? I mean, he he looks like he looks awesome, doesn't he? Yeah. Uh, and this this shows you just how the NFL is. Uh, he was injury prone at Indiana. I think it was a torn ACL that cost him a season. And it's funny, regardless of how good you are now, the NFL is going to be like, you know, I'm very good at Indiana. <laughs> so, in other words, it doesn't matter what you've become. And he's a little older. He's on that older end. He's kind of got that little Hendon Hooker. But to, I still think he's going to be a first-round pick. I, I think after last night. I don't know night, how you could watch that last night and he not be a first-round pick. I don't know how he doesn't go top ten yeah, after. I, I, he's I, unbelievable. Man. I'm not going to lie to you. The Raiders are in the market for a quarterback. And if they get Michael Penix, I'm going to be over the moon excited, even if they have to do it with the tenth pick. Don't care. That's who I want as my quarterback. And he's got a little moxie to him. He's got a little edge. Uh, he's not necessarily a runner, but when he runs, it's effective. So, yeah, I was with you that whole night. I'm just – and every NFL draft person will talk down to you and be like, well, this is the injury history. I'm like, I don't care. I mean, g- give me that guy. I'll take my chances. Yeah. Uh, he yeah, he looked like the best – I think he's been the best quarterback in college football all year. Yeah. But uh, last night, whew. All right, Chris, uh, welcome to 2024. Yes. Have a great show today. All right, Toby, will do, man. Thanks to you fine folks for listening. We'll do it again tomorrow. Have a great Tuesday, everybody.